OW Sports. Hey, it's IW Sports. Chair, 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 chair. What's up, everybody? You are tuned in to another great episode of the IOW Sports Show. It's your boy, Wild Carmar, in the building. Detroit Mal over up, there, man? the man with the grandmaster plan for IOW Network. And of course, the man representing Jersey, Nick Shine. It's his time to shine. Say what's up to the fellas. Uh-oh, Nick. Hold on. Uh-oh. Nick. What happened? <laughs> hey, that was me. There we go. Hey, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on mute during the song, so I... So I it automatically mutes. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? What's up, man? What's going on, Nick? How you doing, bro? Uh, no complaints, man. I know. I know. I know. Um, Big, big show, so let's get all the preliminary stuff out the way. Going over to the website, www.ioftheone19.com. Uh-huh. Get all the information for anything IOW Network related. Of course, including this show that you are, uh, our fans have been, uh, you know, so, so kind to always follow us. Um, of course, the Apple, uh, Apple users, iOS, going over to the Apple store, download the IOW Network app, right, Android, right. Google users, Google Play, go on over to there and uh, type in uh, I period, O period, W period, no space, network. Uh, yeah, I know. I got it down packed. The IOW Network app will pop up. Um, of course, we are all over the place um, on social media. So just like I said, go to the website, find out everything we are. Um, most importantly, uh, support my guy, Nick. He is on a new adventure right, right. with our special guest tonight uh, or today, this afternoon. Um, joining the show today. Um, you know, we are big at the IOW network as in helping people, you know, uh, get their shine on with other projects. You know, we're up and coming. I All can right. say that. I fear, fear to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're up and coming. Um, uh, but we're always good at collaborating, uh, with other podcasters, um, coming up with new material. Uh, this guy, uh, who we have joining is doing a specific, podcast for all you new york jets fans as y'all can see the color scheme we got green and white today yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) of course nick our lifelong uh jets fan who has joined the show he's all about it and he's actually featured on the show everybody welcome the creator of jets by jimmy we got our man jimmy joining us today what up though what up what up what up jimmy what's going on fellas i appreciate you having me on Oh, uh, no, no doubt, man. Uh, we're big here at the IOW Network as in, you know, uh, collaborating and everybody, uh, you know, reaching out a hand. Help us. You you help us. We help you. Scratch hey, each other's uh, back. Dude. Yeah, we're big about that for sure. But uh, before I'm we on, get... Uh, uh, sorry, I, I was just saying, just to kind of piggyback on that, uh, I've, I've been on a, a pretty big New York Jets YouTube channel. It's uh, Jets Talk 24-7 with about mm-hmm. 15,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. And what Ryan, who runs that channel, uh, I, I love what he says is we all rise together. Yeah, we yeah. Right. We don't rise by sinking other ships. So <laughs> he got that damn right. Um, before we get too deep in the conversation, Jimmy, plug everything about the the podcast just by Jimmy. Uh, how how you and Nick got together, and literally all the information that the uh, that the fans can go and check you out. So we just started our new YouTube channel. Me and Nick. Um, and that is proud New York Jets fans on YouTube. Uh, we're All approaching right. the 100. Right. Yeah, we're approaching the 100 subscriber mark so that we can get the custom URL. But if you search proud New York Jets fans, uh, that should pop up. And we just did our first podcast earlier today. And nice, we'll start nice. doing that. Yeah, we're going to start doing that live moving forward every Monday. Okay. Um, for me, you can also find me on YouTube at Jets by Jimmy, uh, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Jets by Jimmy. All my social media is Jets by Jimmy. You can find me mostly on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, just at Jets by Jimmy, and I pop right up. 
Uh, I'm also a writer, an NFL writer for truthserumfootball.com. So check nice, it out. Nice, nice. Yeah, truthserumfootball.com is a great place. Uh, that's where I cover more than just the Jets. I actually cover the entire NFL AFC kind of focused, but uh, I just released an article on that my, my draft grades for the AFC. And uh, I was very critical on a couple spots, but you, know, <laughs> you got to be. You got to keep the credibility. Oh, no doubt. Um, no doubt. And then I'm also on a show called Weapons Hot, and that's with me and my buddy CJ, my buddy Kevin Jackson, and uh, Harrison Glazer. And uh, it's a New York Jets fan podcast, and we're working on getting some NFL players. We've had Rob Carpenter, former Jets player, on our show before. And uh, that's also on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, so WorldWideSportsRadio.com. You can also download our app, uh, iOS. Just uh, type in WWSRN. And uh, on Google Play, Worldwide Sports Radio Network, and those apps pop up. You can download those for free. And we have a bunch of content across the board as well. So not just Jets, but we have, you know, basketball, football, baseball, hockey, mm-hmm. uh, ho- even horse racing, and it's nationwide too. So we have a bunch okay. of stuff. So we got sports uh, that it's going to be right up your alley no matter where you are. So That's what's up. Hey, we're a sports show. We love sports, man. You can't get enough of sports. What can you do? Love it. Love it. Um, <laughs> It's funny, guy. Uh, Nick joined the show because um, uh, me and him were, were uh, mutual uh, friends on a, a Facebook group, Chop Sports. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Uh, Gucci Man's been on the show before, so shout out to <laughs> Gucci. Um, how, how, oh, yeah. Sincere is already acting up. How, how, how did you and Nick get together? Uh, so I, it was primarily in – I don't want to throw shade at any of the Jets groups, but uh, – we were in a couple Jets groups together, and you know when you when you're a fan when you're a fan of a team that the last time we won a Super Bowl, you know Neil Armstrong was talking on the moon. But <laughs> <laughs> you kind of kind of run out of patience. Studio in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of you kind of run out of patience though, and um, and I understand it, but at the same time, I bleed green and white, mm-hmm. and. There's, I have never once predicted less than double digit wins for my Jets every offseason, and I never will predict yeah. less than double digit wins. It's just how I'm built. So you're and, realistic. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I am cautiously optimistic. I'll, I'll, I'll say it like that. I'll say it like that. Um, but after the last two years, I mean, really, there's nowhere to go but up. I mean, getting oh, yeah. rid of Gates was the best move we could have ever made. So, Should have never hired him. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, me and Nick, we kind of. He sent me. We were in a in a really heated conversation on one of these groups, and me and Nick were kind of. Yeah, me and Nick kind of were getting. I don't deal well with stupid. We've documented. Yeah. It wasn't me against Timmy. It, this is where yeah, we Timmy. were together. We took yeah. the same side against some people who were being just straight up assholes. Was, we were just getting hit from all sorts of directions. Like I, I don't know how many times I was said that I've been looking at this through green colored glasses and mm-hmm. all this nonsense. And the fact of the matter is, is I'm like. Why am I not going to be positive? Because even if I'm disappointed, my positive time, the time that I am positive is time that I enjoy. Yeah. So I'll accept the disappointment. It's happened all the time. So we were just, <laughs> me and Nick just got tired of it. Nick started, Nick private messaged me and he's like, can you believe these guys? And I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm about done with this, to be honest. I'm like, this isn't, this isn't my jam. Yeah. So Nick's like, I'm light starting bulb. a group. The light bulb went yeah. off. <laughs> Nick's like, I'm starting a group. That's it. And I'm like, send yeah. me the invite, man. Like, yeah. I'm done. Now, I've, hey, look, keep your optimism. Because before 2018, I was one of those Chiefs fans that always think. Turn this nigga off. We don't hear that. What? We don't want to hear your Chiefs stuff, man. We don't want to hear your Chiefs stuff. I was loyal. I was still talking my shit when we had uh, Brody Coyle, uh, you know, uh, uh, Heward. You know what I'm saying? We had Tyler Thigpen, that quarterback. I was still hopeful talking my shit. So until Patrick Mahomes came, you know, I didn't have a lot to brag about. So, you know, hey, I understand. Yeah, that's... No, 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 no. No, I'm not... Oh, Me personally, I would never shit on Alex Smith because I believe when he and Andy Reid hit the KC scene in 2013, it changed our franchise. Period. So look, keep your optimism, and, and and honestly, I like Robert Sala. He, you guys, you got something there. 
he's he's going to bring a different attitude and look he's been to the super bowl you know he he's built a a a a top-notch defense you know what i'm saying he with backups yes 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 with backups look that san francisco team with all the injuries was still competitive still Mm -hmm. still fought so look as as long as long as you guys keep a uh, uh, Mormon boy up, you guys will be all right. <laughs> you guys will be all right. I don't know how I've probably gotten in the last since the draft. I've probably gotten fifty or sixty new Twitter followers, like all of them from Utah. Yeah, like they instantly <laughs> just adopted the New York Jets, and yeah. they've, they've been they've been rolling hard <laughs> out there. Okay. In Utah. Um, well, well, let's speak on it real quick because, uh, you know, uh, Nick's been uh, – he hasn't candy-coated how his feelings on on uh, on Wilson. Not at all. Not at all. He <laughs> hasn't candy-coated it. So give us yeah, – give us, Yeah, give give us give us your 100% thought and feelings about Wilson coming to New York. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm absolutely stoked about it. I had uh, my quarterback draft – or my uh, quarterback list for 2021 was – uh, Trevor Lawrence is one A, and I actually had Zach Wilson as uh, quarterback one B. I think he, I think he did a lot uh, through pro days, and it's I know you know pro days they're in shorts and a t shirt. I get that, yeah. But when you're when you're evaluating a quarterback, you got to look at how his body moves, where his where his head's at, what he's thinking, the arm strength, the accuracy, how that ball flies through the air, how it comes out of his hand, things like that, and those are things that. You know, competition doesn't make your arm stronger. Competition doesn't make you a faster athlete. Competition doesn't make you, you know, more or less accurate for the most part. So I think Zach Wilson showed that he has the tangible skills to to make it in the NFL. Okay. And I think he showed that his decision-making, his intangible, his thought processes, his mindset, his love for football, I think he's shown that he, he can be an elite player. Yeah. And I had uh, Mac Jones as uh, number three, and I had tr- uh, Justin Fields as QB four. Ooh, so, Trey, Trey Lance and, and Trey Lance is not um, one of our favorites over here. Yeah, Trey, Trey. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think nobody's a fan of Mac Jones. <laughs> no, I, I just I think that his surrounding cast I think uh, overshadowed his ability. I think he is he's not going to wow you with any. Anything like he's not going to, you're not going to go, wow, look at his arm. It's a cannon. Yeah. Or, wow, look how accurate he is. You're not going to say, wow, look how mobile or elusive he is. But he, Mac Jones was the best reader of a defense in this entire draft class. He can make very quick decisions and he doesn't need a whole lot of space to throw the ball. He's side to side elusive and yeah. he can stay in the pocket and make something happen. He can make people miss. Hey, so, but if, if that pocket breakdown, you know, okay ain't going does, nowhere. He's absolutely done. Do you know who you just described, bro? What are you trying to give me a heart attack in the middle of the afternoon? <laughs> he's accurate, he's in the pocket, he doesn't move well. What the fuck did we just give them with this draft? <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I want here. Here's let me let me let me just tell you this, Nick, because I don't think I've said this to you yet. I want the Dolphins to be the best that they can be. I want the Patriots to be the best that they can be. I want the Bills to be the best that they can be, because. I want to earn my spot in the playoffs. I don't want to have 20 years in a weak division and sneak in the back door of the playoffs through a weak division. And oh, that sounds like, like, sound like a shot to the Patriots. That sounds like a shot to the Patriots. I'm not going to call myself a 20-year dynasty. I'm not going to call myself a 20-year dynasty sneaking in in a weak division. So give me the competition. Uh, all right. Okay. Okay. Well, hell, the 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 spice level of the show just got turned up. We'll see how the Patriots fans in our in our audience feel about that. Uh, But hey, but look, I'm I'm not going to disagree with that at all. So, um, what actually began your love for the New York Jets? Uh, just growing up back east. Uh, I'm originally from Brooklyn, down in Red Hook. Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, love, man. And I just everybody back in the early '90s, everybody was was Giants fans. You know, it was really easy to love the Giants back then. Mm-hmm. And I've never been one to to kind of go with the flow. I'm always the guy to buck the system. So I was like, oh, y'all Giants fans. Well, 
I'm a Jets fan. That's <laughs> gotcha. why. I, that's why I rocked the Mark Gastineau Titans in New York jersey. You know, back from the sack exchange days, right. Clucko and those guys, and uh, you know Wayne Corbett and just coming up. You Wayne know, Cor- through Wayne that. Wayne Corbett was a guy, dog. Yeah, I, I had mad, I had mad respect for Wayne Corbett. That was the that that guy showed me that blue collar actually exists in the NFL. Yeah, what up, man? I absolutely yeah. love it. So I just I didn't like. I just didn't want to be like everybody else. So I just, I started rolling with my Jets. I got you. I got you. Uh, favorite Jets moment? My favorite Jets moment. Buff humble? Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here's why. Here's why. Because it epitomizes everything that is being a Jets fan. <laughs> it is. We have to wear that. We have to wear the the struggles like a like a plate of armor, and we have to own it because if we fight against it, we have nothing else to back it up. That's why you'll find. That's why you'll find. And obviously, my opinion, you'll find that Jets fans that really dive deep into this type of stuff, we're gonna be. We're gonna show you the most analytical, the most stat factual information because we have to. Mm-hmm. We don't have. I don't have six Super Bowls that I can fall back on and use that as my argument. I don't have, you know, a Dan Marino that I can fall back on. Keep going back to New England. <laughs> the best fan. I hate well, wait, no. no, you keep going back to the Packers because that's the team that that's does that, ran shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, well, I mean, looking up at somebody I, all the time, they eventually become the topic of conversation. Nobody that, willingly talks about either one of our teams. <laughs> hey, 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 hey can't argue that. And if, if you if you really want me to light a fire on this thing, I could tell you that Tom Brady's career is built on a line of bad calls. So drop it, oh, drop, it. Ah, drop it, drop it, there. No, 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 no. Oh no, we going stay, stay right there, Jimmy. Drop it, because because that that's what that's the shit that we need to talk about right there. We, Hey, the tuck rule. The tuck rule. That was a fumble back in 2001. 2001. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows in Foxborough that was a fumble. If that is called a fumble, as mm-hmm. it should have been, the Raiders recover that ball. The Raiders win that game in Foxborough. Game's over. Mm-hmm. The game is over. Tom Brady is now looked on as the young quarterback who couldn't handle it in the playoffs. Belichick probably trades him away. Now, Tom Brady might have had a great career or a decent career, whatever the case may be, but he's not going to have that Brady-Belichick connection for the next 20 years. Yeah. So no Patriots dynasty, no mm. Tom Brady's the GOAT conversation, all because of that one call. Yeah. Ben, that, that, hey, I I watched that game live. So I did I. In, I was in high school, I think uh, maybe junior, sophomore year, but anyway. And literally, when Charles Woodson hit him, the first thing I said is he made the he made the motion, but then he brought it back in. Mm-hmm. So then the once ball he, was pointed down. Yes, yes. So once he, he got hit, control. it's a fumble. Right. It like, I, 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 I've never seen a team benefit from so many calls. It it, it, it baffles me. <laughs> and Brady's been in the league. Tom Brady's been in the league so long. Mm-hmm. He had to go to Florida because that's where all the older referees that have been in his back pocket for 20 years. <laughs> they retire. That's why he had to go down. It's either Jacksonville, Miami, or Tampa Bay for the next 40 years. <laughs> in the league because he gets eight wins with the rest. Or maybe. <laughs> well. Tom Brady's a basic bitch. <laughs> BB, basic bitch. Oh, wow. All right, so I'm, this question is actually, actually – now go ahead, Nick. His wife makes more than he does. So let's yeah, just throw that out yeah. there. Hey, do you, do you see what she looks like? She better. Uh, yeah, go retire, bro. Spend time. Why she still looks like that? Hey, she, did tweet out, she did tweet out, like, what else do you have to prove? So that's his wife saying, you're you're about done. <laughs> Go, yeah, he, go prove that those kids are yours. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. You're going to turn our show into the episode of Maury, man. <laughs> yeah, that is, it's going to be because like, I'm just saying. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to no, go no, there. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm going to ask this question. And, of course, you two fellas can, can definitely answer this. Um, 
there's been a lot of cheating going on lately in sports. Of course, the yeah. the, the, the newest uh, cheating scandal with with the horse racing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't forget is is uh, I'm drawing a blank. Medina uh, Spears. Yeah, Medina Spears, but the uh, the the trainer uh, Mandy, whatever his name, uh, he has numerous allegations of cheating with horse racing. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Astros end up getting the World Series championship off a of cheating scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cheating's been in sports the forever. Yeah, so I need both of you fellas, hundred percent honest, raw feeling about the Patriots dynasty with with numerous of cheating allegations with the Flake Gate, Spy Gate, numerous allegations. So Nick, take 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 it away. Man, I'd expect to be day drinking on a Monday, but first, <laughs> I got to go to the story after the show. Um, I know that some people go by that expression, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Try it, yeah. And I get that, but I'll be honest with you. When it comes to sports, like, I'm a purist. Like, I, I've always been, like, a sports purist. I want to see it legit. I don't want to have a preparation advantage because you ran certain drills and, and you did it on the field and, and you prepared your team in that way. Hats off to you. That's why you won the game. I don't want to watch a sport and then want to put my time, my effort, my passion, my emotion, my time, my money into something and have it not be legit. That's why I'm not married anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's that's a different show, different topic. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a therapy stuff. Uh, but when when I look at the sports, I, I want to know. All right. Those guys prepared. Maybe some guys took days off and your preparation wasn't as good as it should have been. Mm-hmm. But when you line up, you race somebody. I want to see man on man, not man versus medicine. Pause. You know, with same thing. I, I just watched uh, the Tony Mandaridge, um 30, 30. It was a 10-minute, 12-minute um, documentary about Tony Mandaridge, how he lived on steroids. Right. And alcohol and drugs, like, ruined him. But the man was the number two pick in the league because he, in college, he lived and breathed football and steroids. Never failed the test. Mm-hmm. But like you shit without it. Like I want if you're gonna be shit without it, be shit without it. If you're right. great without it, be great without it. Don't if you're if you're a top fifty player in the country and you find that way to cheat and make yourself a top ten player, like fuck you, man. You should be like that. <laughs> I'll quote the South Park movie. We should set them adrift, put them on a boat, just push them away. Just you get set adrift if you cheat sports because, and now, gambling's becoming legal. There's money in it now too. If you mm-hmm. and you costing people money, mm. so you know it's do the shit the right way and and either get applauded for it or if you suck, you suck and set, and accept it. Fair enough, Jimmy. Take it away. Give me your thoughts on this whole Patriots. Uh... Dynasty with, with um, sprinkles of allegations of cheating. Well, I mean, the Patriot fans can spin it all they want. The fact is that they were busted doing it, mm. and the well, NFL has accepted that they've done it multiple mm. times. Uh, multiple right. times. I mean, you can you can legitimately take like playoff times as well. You know, you take those you take those instances of cheating, and you you take you remove those winning seasons or those championships. And that six becomes a three. Mm. So, I mean, you can't, I, I think it sheds a, a lot of light or it casts a large shadow on the dynasty, but we all know how I feel about the dynasty to begin with. <laughs> so, I mean, no. I just, and I, I have friends that are Patriots fans and that's all they ever talk to me about is the butt fumble and this and that. And, and I'm like, yeah, well, I have plenty of ammo for you. I got the tuck rule. I got the spy gate. I got the flake gate. I got your tight end murdered half of the Baltimore population or you know, the New England population <laughs> in this town. Like, that, like I, I just, and obviously, like, these are separate instances. Aaron Hernandez, I, I kind of speak tongue-in-cheek on that, but um, as an organization – I just don't, I just don't see it. I feel like, I feel like they became America's team. Um, 
And as you know, I, I just I, I think that they get I think that the NFL turns a blind eye quite a bit to a lot of the stuff. Um, as far because as they won, right? Right, exactly. They won. And like, let's be real. If it was the won, Giants, the Lions, they bring money, and they bring money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bring money. And I, that's, that's that's a key that's thing, a right there. Speak you, on that. Now. you um you interject money into the conversation, mm-hmm. it, it starts to shift people's moral lines. Oh, hundred percent. So the fact when people, the America started loving New England, they started liking that that dynasty talk because people love dynasties. I mean, yeah. I mean, outside the uh, Patriots, right? And you named the Patriots, and, right? Oh, know, there right. it is, there it is. I was so, waiting know, for somebody to speak on it. All those factors added in yeah. there, you know, and then the money that start bringing money because people start buying Patriots merchandise, people start wanting to see them on TV more. All mm-hmm. that stuff brings money. NFL will turn a blind eye because they don't want to lose that money. It's funny you say that because before 2001, mm-hmm. nobody was nobody checking for the, for the New England Patriots. Like nobody, nobody like, ex- except except the New England area. That was I mean, it. <laughs> when they had Parcells, he was kind of because Parcells a good coach, you know, bless so stuff like that. Um, they had a few good players. Yeah, but no talking about as a franchise. But nobody was really a New England fan. No, outside of. New England area. No, they played the uh, Packers in a Super Bowl in '96 and nobody got blown the fuck out the water. Yeah. Right, and nobody right. wanted like nobody gave a shit about that. And that '85. And, and you know, to who be I honest, their most? logo, their logo before this this current logo, mm-hmm. it's hot garbage. Like the the little Minute Man as a center. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, what, is yeah. what is that? <laughs> That's all they had was a center because they had no fucking team before that. Right. Oh yeah. And you know who I blame for this entire Patriot thing? The entire Patriot dynasty. Yes, I blame Mo Lewis. But now after Mo Lewis, mm-hmm. I blame me. <laughs> two months before the Patriots won that Super Bowl, Belichick and the Patriots were at the Jets. And I was down and I made my way to that section. And I was five feet behind the fence, the, the sideline. And I'm mm-hmm. screaming at Belichick about how he fucked up. And how Bledsoe got knocked out, and now they don't have a chance, and he shouldn't have left the Jets. Yo, reality hit me in the face really fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, but he kind of did y'all dirty the way y- y'all yeah, hired him as a coach, and and he kind of just kind of burned y'all at the last minute. It was like, no, I'm gonna go to New England. It was like there for a week or something. Yeah, no, how long it was, the Jets coach? It was the a day. Step. He got yeah, yeah. It was less than the next less than thirty six hours. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, Belichick's a chump. chump. (laughs) Yeah, I know we've all seen the draft with his dog doing the draft with him as a cute dog, but let's be—I hope that dog pisses on his pillow every night. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he gets—I hope he gets pink eye and steps on a Lego. (laughs) Whoa, you're gone too far, guy. You you have gone too far, Jimmy, because those Legos will kill you, bro. (laughs) I'm telling you, you step on a Lego, damn. Two o'clock in the morning, trying to get you a glass of water or something, yep. or you fucking break your neck. <laughs> but I'll tell you, uh, talking about seeing him during the draft in 2020, mm-hmm. I can tell you that I would have rather had Adam Gase's son coaching our team because Adam Gase's son was at least smart enough to do it a, a Rubik's cube within 11 picks. <laughs> and Adam Gase had a playbook that was a Denny's menu with a big ass picture of Frank Gore on the front of it. <laughs> so that's, that's all we had. Oh, wrong with Dennis, bro. I know you haven't been on the East I Coast. I love Denny's, man. The Grand Slamwich. That's yeah. my jam. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm a Waffle House guy, so. Hey, Waffle House is dope. Hey. Waffle House, man. What? Are you serious, bro? You lead a club, 2 o'clock in the morning, pissy drunk, go to Waffle House. That's why it's good. Get, well, hey, well, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I, I never been sober, so. All right, <laughs> at that point, it's the same thing as a girl. You leave the club with the girl, you think hey. she's on my ass. <laughs> yeah. She might be a <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Lamar. We actually, have plenty of Wild House. I live, I live in Idaho, mm-hmm. so I was actually going to speak on that at the start. I love that you guys have the Boise State hook and ladder play against Oklahoma <laughs> in your intro. That's that's awesome. That's fire. Uh, yeah, Boise <laughs> State, baby. 100%, dude. I bleed blue and orange as well. It's a weird conglomeration of colors in my blood. But uh, 
No, we have a place called Merits, and it's it's mm. uh, it's scones and biscuits and gravy at that joint. And I'm telling mm. you, there is nothing better than than being hammered ass drunk heading in to get breakfast. At oh yeah, forty five in the morning. Oh yeah, you can't we, beat we it. We got diners. We got diners that are twenty seven. Oh, oh yeah, Merits is Merits is a good <laughs> little country diner. I, I, it's it's uh, it's dope. We got Coney Island. Hey, I'm I, I hey Nick, you hit it on the head. That's probably the the greatest thing I miss about being up up north is the diners, bro. Like, like you food in you general. Just, oh my gosh, food in general. Yeah. Unless you like, like I, I've been to North Carolina. I've been to Charlotte. I'm a NASCAR fan as well, so mm-hmm. I've been, I've been to Charlotte and watched some races and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, like I, I love the food of like a, a locally owned, like soul food, Chinese, whatever it is. Right. As long as it's locally owned and they actually right. put their or heart and soul into it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm an Idaho man. I, I get I get imitation everything now. Everything. <laughs> I'm oh. the only good Chinese restaurant. They just closed. Sons of bitches. I'm out of here, man. I'm going to Indiana. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's COVID, man. COVID, COVID's been a bitch to the uh, to the food industry. Uh, uh, me and Mel know personally oh, about yeah. it. Um, you know, I own, I own my own catering. He he works in in Ooh. food. So like we yeah, COVID's been a motherfucker, but um. Biggest news that dropped today. Uh, he's a former quarterback of your Jets, mm-hmm. Timmy Tebow. We're not taking oh, don't, 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 we don't claim him. <laughs> we don't claim him. <laughs> y'all, y'all both were quick to, to, to denounce his ass. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> nope. I've had stomach aches that lasted longer than him as Jets quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking shits bigger than his stat line. <laughs> a deuce later, and you are all pro, bro. Done. Sign me up. I'll take league minimum. <laughs> so we were kind of talking off air before we jumped on about it, and and, and we'll probably re- repeat some things that we said. But what what is this? What is what's the thing about Tebow that he just can't stay away? What what is it about this guy that he just can't stay away? competition yeah even when i played baseball for a while like i think he's just you know he he's a man of christ you know so he don't drink he don't drug competition is his his drug it's his addiction Mm. competition the competing but y'all all all claim sanchez no i don't (laughs) (laughs) i will four playoff wins give me that and i'm knocking off brady in foxborough yeah, I, I don't. I don't claim. San, I'm gonna. I'm gonna touch on this, but, but I'm gonna get on on Tebow. But I gotta. I gotta claim. I gotta talk about this for just a second here. Okay. Sanchez. One thing I hate more than anything is the the perception that the Jets ruin quarterbacks. It's absolutely not true, and there's actual objective data showing this isn't true. Sanchez burned bright and faded quickly. He was just a, a mediocre quarterback who had a great offensive line, great weapons at the time, and they took him to the playoffs and to two AFC championship games. Mm-hmm. Back to back. But, but as soon as the 2010 series, a- after that season, uh, Rex Ryan started the biggest downturn in New York Jets history by gutting that roster. We lost so <laughs> much talent. From 2011 to 2014, that's why where we are now. It's mm. not Sanchez being a good quarterback. Sanchez was a serviceable quarterback, but the Jets keep making mistakes at the position, which is why in 2017 we decide that we're going to take a jackass for a strong safety in Jamal Adams, number six overall, when <laughs> Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes are sitting there and mm. go after right. it. It's those dumb decisions. It's not that Sanchez was – ruined by the New York Jets because he absolutely wasn't. He was probably one of the most supported quarterbacks in Jets history outside of like a Neil O'Donnell who wasn't very good outside of a Joe Namath who was really good. But Sanchez just didn't capitalize on what he was given. Mm -hmm. And then front office and coaching just destroyed it Mm -hmm. from there. So I got to address this. I see uh sincere commenting on the bottom, Uh mocking the Jets several times. Sincere, aren't you supposed to be outside of a church waiting for the sighting of Tebow coming out to practice, bro? 
Hey, since Sears are Jaguars fans, so he, it's not know, like he I got know. a lot to He's talk about. He's not supposed to use the internet with these ungodly <laughs> things anymore. There's evil. There's temptation on the internet. Sincere has to be at church unless he's attending a Jaguars game. That was the whole purpose of this signing. <laughs> so you'll be, you're going to have Tebow on the field looking at the fans like doing the Game of Thrones lady. Shame! Shame. Shame. He's gonna be yelling at all y'all, man. Hey, so well, so here's what you're gonna have. God forbid Debo catches the touchdown. He's gonna take a knee, and then everyone who hated when he kneeled for religion is gonna like not know what to do. Right. And everyone who hated when Kaepernick kneeled isn't gonna know what to do. And everyone's BLM gonna look at each everybody's other. like, ah. And it's gonna, I'm gonna tie this into uh, the previous episode. Uh, it's gonna be when Clayton Bigsby took the mask off, and everyone's <laughs> fucking heads are gonna start popping. Like they're not gonna know. What do we do? Do we support this? Do we not like this? We like kneeling, but we don't like him. What, what do we do? <laughs> that will blow up the internet. People catching a touchdown and kneeling. It will be the quietest NFL stadiums have ever been. Because it's mostly a racial line. Everyone's going to turn and look at each other. Like, How are you reacting? How are you reacting? Everyone's going to agree. How about we don't react? And it's going to be like, yeah. just, just pure silence. Yeah. Yes. You're going to hear like a, a, a seat creak as it goes back up. <laughs> look, um, Here's my thing about T-Bell. It was never a quarterback. Should have never made it to the league as a quarterback. That's just my opinion. Uh, yeah. He, he, now they're moving him to tight end, which... That's a serious comment. <laughs> if T-Bell score, I'm going to find Nick phone number. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got sincere. You could follow me. I'm proud New York Jets fans on Facebook. I will privately message you my... Oh. <laughs> Guys, uh, I didn't lost my train of thought because Sincere is being a fool. I mean, I mean, Sincere, I mean, Tebow, quarterback. No, because Tebow, no, look, look, Tebow literally was asked to trans transformed into a tight end years ago when he first got into the league. Yes, the trans <laughs> change, switch, whatever, whatever word you want to use. But he, he's not a quarterback. My thing is, is like, why now? And and Nick, you kind of touched on it. And I want you to elaborate on it. Uh, um, we talked about it when we Thursday was it Thursday? Huh? Come on, Thursday. No, no, no. Uh, when we were just talking about it on off oh, air. Okay. Uh, oh, you it's, pretty. It's Urban Meyer's boy, right? Urban. Yeah, yeah. The only That's chance neighbor, he had of getting any tryout after nine years mm -hmm. was with his boy, and Urban Meyer was his boy, or he was Urban Meyer's boy at Florida. Right. And you're in Florida. You got a football god in Florida, a college football god in Tim Tebow. Tebow can do no he wrong down there. A percentage of ticket up sales. I'm sure if the Jaguars announce a number in a week, sales have increased by you know 22. percent Right. They'll take it. There's going to be an uptick in this, and it's what makes the business run, right? Oh. Mm -hmm. What makes the business run? Hey. You got a rookie quarterback. How do you take pressure off of him? You bring in the most magnetic name in football. You take mm -hmm. the pressure Media off the pressure. now. Right. Practice that, into Tebow made a block. That's going to lead Sports Center. That's a good point. You take all the pressure off the rookie, and you bring in the sideshow that everyone's going to pay attention to. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Every every do, mistake, <laughs> every mistake that Trevor Lawrence has, and there will be some. Let's not pretend oh, yeah. that Trevor Lawrence oh, yeah. is oh, a perfect definitely. prospect. But every mistake you're gonna have, you're gonna have Tim Tebow over here like doing this song and dance, like "Hello, my baby." Hello. Yeah, and that's gonna attract all the attention back. Hello, my damn inside. <laughs> and here's what I mean, Lawrence throws an interception. Tebow takes a knee on the sideline. Sixteen cameras go to Tebow. They're not even gonna care that Lawrence threw an interception. Right. Mm. That's, right. Right. That's why now. Let let, let me ask you this, Mel. Mm -hmm. What what do you think is, is is the biggest benefit from Tebow from this? Um, publicity. Yeah, exposure. Exposure. Same I mean, you look at it from this standpoint. If he does mediocre, that's good for any next level he wants to do. So if he want to coach, if he wants to do anything else, that's good. 
If he does horrible, it's still good. It's a win-win. He goes horrible. He, he's still good because people gonna keep talking about it. It's gonna keep bringing him. He gonna make him. It's still relevant. Yeah, people still talking about Tebow. You know, he went. Did, was was uh, it seven, eight years later? Well, yeah. When he went to go do college um, broadcasting, who remembered about Tebow? Nobody's really talking about him. You know, now everybody, hey, Timbo, Tebow's trying out. They they got Tebow on the team. And like Cecilia said, maybe the rent due. <laughs> 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 you don't know what kind of financial things he got into him. Oh, uh, no, no, but, T- hey, no, no. Tebow's hey, fine. He, let me tell you something. Him and Urban Meyer living in the same neighborhood. With, with the COVID. With Tiger Woods COVID down, the, down the road. COVID's messing up ties. The, the Tiger Woods is down the road from he's Urban Meyer and, and Tebow. They living in the same neighborhood. Oh, no, let's be real. Tebow and Meyer are doing stepbrothers and they're sharing the damn room. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just come, come best friends? <laughs> yup. Right. Well, the fact of the matter is, is there is a bronze statue of Tim Tebow outside of Florida Stadium mm-hmm. to this day. Yeah. Right. And they're capitalizing on that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's what it is. It's a good marketing move. Uh, no, great marketing move because that, that whole area in Duval County mm-hmm. is a Florida Gators town. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and literally, name a, a, name a college football player in that area that has a bigger following and bigger name than Tim Tebow. I, I, you know, maybe Emmitt Smith. No, 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 no. Emmitt Smith, M- M- no. Smith can't even hand the candlelight to, to, uh, how big T- Tebow's name is out there. I don't even think so, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is probably the greatest player to come out of Florida in the last five or six years. And I don't think even bigger than player. It's the person. It's the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not about the, because we know he's not. Uh, that bronze statue symbolizes how he runs now. He's stiff as shit from all the. <laughs> <laughs> but you look at Pitts might be a greater NFL prospect, but when you look at college and the passion of a college, mm-hmm. he's a god. There's no other way to say it to them. And he he's captivated the country. I'm in New Jersey, uh, Florida Jimmy, royalty, man. As in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and it's like a lead topic discussion because his name is just that polarizing. His right. abilities aren't. But the character puts him on another level of everybody else. Right. That's what's got us all discussing it. Because he's such a good person, whether you like him or hate him as an athlete, mm-hmm. you're probably rooting for him. You're interested in what he does. Right. If you like it or hate it, you got to see what he does next, Uh-oh. right? He's I polarizing. Mean, hold, hold on, Sincere. Hold on. What, Sincere about to call in? Oh, we, oh we, got, we got the Jaguar put, man calling call in. All right, but, but before, before we, we get Sincere on, um, is he on? Sincere, you dirty motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> I will not stand by and listen to this Tebow slander. First, we didn't spend forty five minutes talking about the Jets. Now we 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 get a to what is going on. This is un-American. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> American. Hey, listen though, for real though, I do gotta say though, I, I kinda I'm not kinda I really agree with what Nick said. <clears throat> I actually told somebody the same thing that I believe um him teaming back up with Urban Meyer uh is a good thing. Secondly, um it's gonna get uh butts and seats, no matter what Tim Tebow is gonna bring butts and seats, that's gonna bring um money towards the uh the franchise. And I also did just did uh, tell one of my neighbors yesterday that um, actually having Tebow does kind of relieve a lot of the pressure off of Trevor Lawrence because uh, uh, because it's Tim Tebow. Right. I mean, let's you just have your big be real about now. the fact it's Tim Tebow. So, uh, but as far as you know, him in his college career, I mean, he got to be one of the top ten ever. To, to, well, he, as to far me, as his college career is concerned, I mean, we, we can't player. we can't talk around about that. That that statue out there for a reason. Uh, I I would say that Kellen Moore probably had a more productive career, college career as a quarterback. But accomplished in terms of national titles, Heisman Trophy. Well, sure, but Boise State's not given an opportunity to do that. Correct. You just mad because they're the same colors of Boise and they're just more on the map. (laughs) A Bronco will stomp the shit out of a Gator. (laughs) Hey, Sincere. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. Trevor Lawrence is having a horrible first, horrible first month. 
what is the scene looking like down there in Duval County? Is is the fans chanting for Tebow? Or are they wanting him to get back in the in the QBC? What's what just just no now they saying no they I don't I don't think they're gonna be you know at a point where they're gonna want this want them to put Tebow at, at quarterback. That's just ridiculous. Um I, <clears throat> I, I actually think uh Trevor Lawrence has the freedom to be a rookie this year. Uh, you know, the good thing about going to Jacksonville is we don't have high expectations. We do expect <laughs> things to change at some point, especially with somebody who is the pedigree of somebody like Trevor Lawrence. But I don't think he has to worry about, you know, anybody, you know, calling for the hook. Um, if he, you know, he has a, worse, uh, a rough, you know, first month or anything like that. And you say that, and you say that, but those Tebow lovers. Hold on. They got a loud voice. Go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah, but no, I mean, right. he going, he going, you're right. I mean, we they love Tebow, you know what I'm saying, down in, in Duval County. But, mm-hmm. um, if, if he's doing like I said, he he doesn't need to be an outstanding, um, tight end, he just needs to catch, you know, a pass or two a game, block, maybe score on a on a third and goal or something like that. And and we're good, you know, we but we're not, we're not expecting, you know, much from, from Tebow, not, not people that's that really understand and, you know, football. I think the benefit, uh, to Sincere's point, I think the benefit of Trevor Lawrence going to Jacksonville is um, the the New York market is absolutely ruthless. Mm-hmm. Absolutely ruthless. And like like Sincere said, Tebow is – or Tebow. My God, I'm so sorry, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is going to have that freedom to just be a rookie and, and learn the position and learn the game speed down in Jacksonville, whereas if he, if the Jets would have got the number one pick, uh, that's this is the one thing I will say is the Jets would have expected double, like the Jets fans and the New York media would have expected a double-digit win season with a generational talent like Trevor Lawrence at the helm. Like they wouldn't have given him the opportunity to grow as a player, and I think that there will be some growth uh, expectations for Zach Wilson. It's true so, because with the Jets fans, we see it all the time. The carriage goes before the horse all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't. Let and that's not saying I'm. Ex- I would have expected that either. I'm not yeah. saying that me or Nick are, are like that, but Jets fans in general, the New York media in general, yeah. are, are definitely Jack, like that. What's the what? What are the benefits? The kid's a rock star, right? Since his freshman year, Lawrence came sure. on the map. He's got the long hair. He's got the look. He's got that. He's got that rock star image because of. He's never lost, right? Draft mm-hmm. week coming out. Hasn't lost a regular season game since grade school. He bowed to this year. <laughs> oh, but, to that several of them. Here's to the that. thing. You go to Jacksonville. Oh, it's a small market. Media, like I mentioned this with Brooklyn versus the Knicks last week. Right. You go to a market where now that media is like, holy shit, we have somebody. Right. You know, it's like they're going to be so grateful to have you. They're not going to shit on you like they would in New York after a poor performance by a rookie. Yeah. Now you have Tebow coming in. Tebow deflects from Lawrence. You have Urban Meyer, who is very well respected in that region as well. You have Tebow. You have Urban. You have a rookie now. And for all the excitement around Lawrence, Sincere is calling from a fucking line outside of Dick Sports waiting to get a Tebow jersey. Like, like that's that's the excitement. <laughs> but that I'm like I'm saying it as a joke. But when you're being real about hey, it, hey, he ain't lying because if, if, if they do pick up Tebow, I'm definitely getting me one of them jerseys. Absolutely, okay. <laughs> but that's my point. All the energy is now shifted off of Lawrence, right. and you can right. say even though Jacksonville's been a shitty place for football. It's a great place for a kid to develop without the pressure on him. You got the story of Urban no. going to NFL. You got Tebow changing positions. Oh, what's the third story? You got a rookie trying to make it. Right. And it's a very, very smart business. Financially, you get some money for merchandise, but it's good for the, the mental acumen of Lawrence ad- adapting to the NFL, that he is not under a gigantic spotlight. And I think it's a brilliant, brilliant move. That's a fact. That's a fact. I mean, you got to think about it for 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 Lawrence. If, if he um if he takes if he wins eight games, he he's done a service. 
you know, in his first year. You know, they're they going to be calling him the, the next great thing. Well, wait a if minute. he just if wins he eight wins, games, you know what I mean? If he wins 10 games, if he they might wins. put a statue of him out in front of the uh, uh, out in front of the in front of the stadium for for just winning ten games. So um, the QB position has been uh, a struggle for us probably uh, since we left since we lost David Garrard, you know, back in the day. So um, you know, you, when you got somebody like Trevor Lawrence lining up back there, that's a, that's a, that gives you a little bit of hope because you know that this guy is the real deal. And um, can can you hear me, sincere? What do you, what do you think about Gardner Minshew? What's going to happen with him? Um, I to I, to tell you the truth, I don't I don't really know. Um, I don't know if they will keep him as a backup or if they will use him uh, maybe as some type of trade bait or anything like that. But I definitely don't. I I, I like Minshew to tell you the truth. But if tell you Jeff, really want me to know, to me, I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to go with Trevor Lawrence. Oh, for sure. Tell, Minshew, you know, every day, just even just his physical assets are better than mm -hmm. Minshew's. Tell tell the Jags to come talk to me, man, because I'll sign Gardner Minshew to a one year deal. Yeah, I think I think Minshew, if he get gets a proper person behind him, yeah, he could be a serviceable quarterback. He, he was shows, yeah, he shows some flashes of, of goodness. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I like them. I, I like the whole Minshew mania thing. You know what I mean? It's, He's got the best, you know, with him with the shorts on yeah. and the and the uh and the dirty mustache. Right. <laughs> I thought it was pretty, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty cool. But um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is just a different that's a different type of thing, man. You know oh, what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's like a uh, this dude can change the franchise. Absolutely. I'm not I I would never expect the Jets to say, Hey, let's keep Neil O'Donnell when we could have gotten a Dan Marino. Or you know what I mean? So yeah, I get let me, it. Uh, let me add something with this. Sincere said that if Lawrence goes and wins eight, nine games, right? It's Jacksonville. It's it's the Trevor Lawrence will get credit for the losses. Tim Tebow will get credit for the wins. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So Lawrence will be four and nine. Tebow will be you know. Oh man. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. And, and one more thing about this, and then I'll, I'll leave it to you guys. I need a reality show with Minshew and Tebow called Jesus and the Mullet. Sign it now. I need it. <laughs> Let's get it. Oh, oh man. Hey, hey, y'all heard it here first. Right. <laughs> Jesus and the Mullet. You must be <laughs> Yeah. Y'all heard it here first. Nick Nick Sean gets the credit for all that. He gets all the naming rights for all that. Right, right. <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, final thoughts, uh, sincere before we let you go on. On, on uh, matter of fact, just give us your whole uh, outlook on, on what you're expecting from the Jaguars upcoming season. Please, yeah. Um, I, I still don't expect much. Our um, I don't think we properly addressed our, our offensive line. Our um, secondary has continued yeah. to be our Achilles heel, and I don't think we did. It. Well, we did draft a bunch of you know, uh, cornerbacks. Maybe we can, um, maybe we can find a diamond in the rough there but um i i think if you want ministry to if you want to i mean if you want to maximize trevor lawrence then you should have done some more work on that offensive line especially when you got somebody in that backfield who he already has um chemistry with so it would have been good to, to address the uh, offensive line i don't think we did that um so i don't i don't really expect too much again like i said if we win eight games i consider it a, a good year and very then, um, and hopefully the, the progression will be a weekly thing for um for Trevor Lawrence. Bro, eight wins, y'all overachieved, bro. Yeah, eight yeah, wins is lightning. <laughs> I'm with you, team. I'm with you. Right. I'm thinking more around the six and ten area, but if we can get to eight, <clears throat> we'll be good. Hey, hey y'all heard it there for hey, real quick. I was I was actually surprised y'all y'all use that that second first round pick on Travis Etienne. Give 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 me a hundred percent thoughts on that, bro. Again, I, I didn't like the pick because I know that we had the first pick in the second round. If we really wanted him, he would have still been there then. Right. So we should have yeah. used that 25th pick to get the O-lineman. Now, I know that who we who the O-lineman, who they really wanted, was taken at the pick before us. However, comma, there was still a bunch of them left. It's a plethora of them. They should have gotten you're one of those about, guys. You're talking and about Walker Little? At the end with the first pick in the second round. That would have been better you know, suited for me. I was asking if uh, were you talking about the offensive lineman taken right before? Were you talking about Walker Little? Yeah. 
Uh, he was solid. I think the uh, I think the Jags could have done well. I, I'm I'm a big Creed Humphrey guy. I absolutely love Creed Humphrey. I think Creed Humphrey is the I think he's the best center prospect to come out in the last decade. And I've done about 800 hours worth of film on this guy. And when you, you like you, you guys got a good one, man. 37 straight starts. He's got less than double digit penalties in his whole career. So I think he's got like six or seven penalties. Never given up a sack. Uh, I think he's only given up 28 QB pressures his entire career. So that's out of like 14, 1500 snaps. That's insane. And that's so, for about four different quarterbacks over the last four years. Yeah, just talk to Kyler Murray and ask what Kyler Murray thinks of of Creed Humphrey, and then you know you got the guy. But I think uh, the I think the Jags should have done a little bit more on the offensive line as well. Just like I think the Jets should have done a little more on the offensive line. I love that we got Vera Tucker, but I wanted to see another one. I wanted to see another guard or maybe a center. But it is what it is. Oh, oh, trust Nick. Nick has let me know many <laughs> times on how we stole the offensive line that he wanted for the Jets. You know and they got, oh, who they get? Jimmy, who they get? They got Thune, they got Humphrey, and then they stole Trey Smith in the in round six. Yeah. In February, I have a yeah, post that, that said that's my two guards and my center that I want. Yeah. My my last article on truthserumfootball.com is the the AFC draft grades, and I gave the Chiefs an A because of the fact that they that offensive line. That's set for the next decade. Oh yeah, oh Travis, yeah. Uh, not Travis Etienne. Um, Hilaire is mm -hmm. going to be a much improved. Oh yeah, that's oh, a thousand yard. Hey, that's a thousand yard rusher. Hey, I said that his numbers are about to go up. But hey, yep. uh, a sincere, uh, go 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 be with your family, man. Uh, we appreciate He's you always. <laughs> he about to get that Tebow jersey. <laughs> I just ordered it, man. It was on Amazon. <laughs> hey, hey, one, hey, one last thing I, I gotta say, man, before I get up out of here, man. Hey, um, uh, fuck all y'all. <laughs> you know what? I did stop talking and let him go because I read his comments in the beginning. I was about to right. say, hold on, sincere, hold on. Was sincere about to call in? Oh, we, oh, we got we got the Jaguar gotta, man calling in. All right, but, but before before we we get sincere on. Oh god! Oh my god! Hey, Mel and Lamar, turn your audio up because it's been like a whisper for me since he called in. Yeah. Who? who my? Yeah, you got like it's. Very low oh. since that call came in. All right, how okay. about that? Is that good? Better, better, better. Okay. Oh, uh, in, anyway, that's sincere, King. Uh, he 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 contributes to the show on our Eye Off the Wonder podcast right. millions right. of times. Him and Peaches, uh, the Black Owned podcast. Y'all go show them some support. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a character. Uh, uh, it's sad, sad to say, but we're coming up to the end of the of the hour. Um, we don't even have time to get it off your chest. But, oh, right. <laughs> Um, look, it's been a great show. Great, uh, show. great, great, great show. Uh, before we get up off the air, one more time, Jimmy, Jimmy, plug everything of the Jets by Jimmy's uh, podcast with you and Nick mm -hmm. Shine. Plug it, plug it all, so they can uh, the audience can get in touch with you guys. So first and foremost, me and Nick's just started our new web or our new uh, YouTube channel, uh, Proud New York Jets fans. Please give us a subscription over there on YouTube. Uh, just search Proud New York Jets fans, and we'll pop up. All right. Um, I'm uploading our first podcast uh, after I get out of here. Uh, for me, you can also find me at uh, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Jets by Jimmy. Uh, we just passed 300 subs on my YouTube channel and we're trying to grind to that 500 mark now. So we're working towards partnership. We're, we're on pace to do it, man. And I, I greatly appreciate all of it. I also check me out trueserumfootball.com you'll see all of our articles right there and uh weapons hot on youtube youtube.com forward slash c forward slash weapons hot you'll see our every friday show uh every other friday show i'm sorry we call it weapons hot after dark and that's where since we're on the worldwide sports radio network we get like we have to kind of be really nice we don't get a swear a whole bunch <laughs> so then when we get on weapons hot we call it after dark because then Shit just flies, man. Yeah. <laughs> we go crazy on it, but oh no worries. Uh, just come on over to the IOW Sports Show. We don't feel to shit. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate i I appreciate you guys having me. And if you guys ever need anything, uh let me know. If you guys want to jump on my channel, if you want to talk about some stuff, no doubt, no I'm doubt. I'm all about it. Appreciate hey, you. Um, appreciate hey, you. Uh, 
be prepared to to hop on a couple of our shows for football season when we get back to sure. that. So Absolutely. so be so be prepared for that. Um, but again, uh, Jimmy, thank you for joining the show, my brother. Uh, it's been a great show. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank any you, any any kind of support you need from the whole IOW uh, network, just uh, uh, let us know. You got our email. You got our contact. Uh, we'll we'll always Absolutely. stay in touch. Um, so, like you said, we're here to support. Um, so again, right. Just by Jimmy, y'all go support my guy right there. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks to to the big homie holding it down in Jersey, Big Nick. Uh, you know, you always bring the heat, my brother. Is uh, him, of course. You know who I am, Wildcard Mar. Right, right. That's Detroit Mail. Uh, episode 52 is in the books. God willing, we will see you guys on Thursday, episode 53. Peace. Peace. Take care, boys. Hey. Oh, W Sports.